This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coach, we're not going to get you in trouble with the league, but brother, we empathize because that was that was tough. As a Falcon fan, you know, with all the things we're dealing with this year, the last thing you need is some calls that didn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. And a lot of folks really felt for you in your reactions and interactions with the officials. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Um... I'll let you guys do that so I can uh, not pay a fine. <laughs> right. yeah. As we said, we're, we'll, we'll not get Coach involved in that. The first thing we want to jump on is what are you seeing from Desmond Ritter? Are you seeing some good things? And is, is he, is he, how much is he gaining from game to game? Yeah, I thought um, he took a, a big jump from, from game one. I mean, we, we put him in, you know, by circumstance and, you know, where he's at. And, and we feel really good about him. He's had two really great tests. For, for any quarterback, it's certainly a rookie to go down to New Orleans and then go to Baltimore, you know, on the road against two really good defenses. And I thought he made a, a big leap from his first start to the second one. Um, he certainly saw us drop back more. And I don't think people realize, especially going in the fourth quarter, how bad that win was. And I thought he made some really good throws going into there. The one he had on the sideline, the bird, uh, on that bench route, and then the one, the big one he had to Drake. Uh, I thought he showed a lot of improvement. And obviously we need to the next couple of weeks will be big for him, and we're excited about him. Coach, I want to ask you how you're doing personally. Almost uh, completely done with a uh, year two. You've you've come into a situation where there's been some financial constraints, where you can only do with what you have. What is your level of optimism, your energy level, and uh, enthusiasm for everything? Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, you get in these things, and it's competitive. It's been for us. Uh, you know, we don't making excuses and you know, we, we've got a lot of good young players uh, that work the right way and, and are gaining some valuable experience and, and it, we're all competitive. I mean, that's ultimately your goal is to win, but uh, the optimism is the progress and we've got a lot of things going on the right way. It'll certainly change this off season um, and a lot of constraint. Uh, you know, we want to finish this, this season out the right way, but we we're building this thing with a, with a great foundation, and that's what it really excites me. And so my energy, um, you know, it's the same every day. I mean, I, I, I wake up every morning, and I have great perspective how fortunate I am. I get to coach football for a living and do it with a bunch of great guys that, that, that want to win and want to work the right way. So I'm very fortunate. It is the head coach of the Falcons, guys. Arthur Smith with us here on the WadeFord.com hotline as we get ready for the Cardinals. One last nugget, though, from the Baltimore game. I, I know we don't want to talk about drops, but it, I thought it was great to see the way Drake London responded. First thing first, ripped those sleeves off. And then, really, he's <laughs> yeah. been balling out. And it seems like there's a chemistry between Ritter and Drake London. There is. That's real. And then the thing about Drake is mentality. I mean, obviously, nobody feels worse. I mean, we continue to work ball, ball security, you know, different and sometimes you got to realize, I mean, he's a long-levered guy. I mean, it's good. I mean, he's smart. He ripped the sleeves off. I mean, those are things that may not affect you, but, you know, it, it, certain guys it does, and that's been proven. Uh, you know, I joked with him that, that I could see why he was wearing sleeves, and maybe this offseason to get his biceps a little bigger, but that's, you know, here nor there. But uh, <laughs> he's made some big-time catches. I, 
you know, another reason you're asking me, Rob, about the optimism, it's guys like Drake and the, the competitiveness and the, and the catches he makes. And that, that's what this league is. Can you win one-on-one? And if you went outside, uh, you, you got a chance to be a good player. I've seen some uh, significant growth from your rookies. How gratifying is that to see that and the fact you have a role in it and the fact they're buying into what you're uh, trying to impart on them? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's really – and then go back to the line. You know, a lot of those guys, Dahlman in year two, the leap that Chris Lynch has made in year four, Caleb McGarry, Jake's just a quiet professional. You know, we've had a couple different guys play left guard. Those guys are playing a lot of confidence. Uh, Tyler Algier, the guy that, you know, we were out to Mystic about, and really he's gotten going. And uh, and as the game goes on, I mean, he, he's talking about a fun guy to coach, smart football player, and usually the first guy doesn't bring him down. And Troy Anderson's another guy. The more he plays, the better he gets. Uh, another big, strong guy. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about a lot of these guys. I mean, I've said it before, Algier, he's doing a hell of a job. I mean, he's just the ferocity with which he runs. And 1,000-yard runners on, on this team, we have a chance to get there. They, they don't grow on trees. It is Coach Arthur Smith with us here, guys, talking about the Falcons. Uh, one of the guys, I know we started this at the preseason, wondering where Caleb McGarry's effort was going to be. How satisfied are you with him? Because there'll be a crossroads with Terry Fontenot about him, his future. Yeah, I think, you know, that's, some people don't handle that the right way. And, you know, when you get in there and you've got two guys in the same class and you pick up an option and don't, and then a lot of ours, you know, there's a lot of things that went into that decision. And a lot of, some of it was, you know, the financial uh, traits we had. So I, for God put in that situation, he's handled it really, really well. And Caleb's come a long way. You know, he was the guy when we got here. He never really had a full off season. He's, uh, I thought he worked extremely hard. Another guy, he talked about buy-in. Uh, we'll see where it goes, but uh, we've been very happy with Caleb. Certainly, it, it definitely helps when you've got room to to actually bring, you know, your own guys back that you that you want, So, which we haven't had. There's a lot of things that go on in the offseason. Uh, you know, that's what Terry and those guys get paid to do, and, and I'm sure it'll work out the way that uh, it's supposed to for everybody. It's Coach Arthur Smith joining us on Sports Radio 929 The Game. And, uh, Coach, um a lot of people are saying, well, how can you possibly get an a- adequate sample size on Desmond Ritter after just uh, four games, which which is going to be the total when the season's over with? Yeah, well, there are a lot of, a lot of things. There's a lot of things that goes goes into playing quarterback uh, behind the scenes after, you know, a year. There's nothing that takes a place. I get that, ar- you know, that, that argument. These are great subjective arguments. You know, how convicted are you? Well, I feel a lot better, you know, after two starts. We'll see, you know, in a couple weeks. You got a pretty clear idea. I mean, there's been history will tell you there's certain places that have gone, uh, and I hate bringing examples because I'm not comparing them to others. But like you've seen other organizations where they even played the, played a young guy the whole first year, and then they got conviction, and then he's the guy in year two, and it's worked out pretty well for him. And so this experience for Des uh, tells you a lot, to, and so we'll just see how it goes in the next two weeks. Right. This is the part of the interview where we tell Coach how we like to do the game plan for the Arizona game. Coach, uh, we, we look at some of the well, you know, matchups. What do you got for us? All right. I, let's, I'll give you, as you like to, what do you call it, the fantasy boy, uh, what's this, <laughs> analytic boy, whatever. The, uh, the, the Cardinals defense, pass defense, a bit, you could argue, not you, we all argue, is suspect. Is this the game where you let Ritter air it out? How's that sound? Sounds like a good plan. Um, you know, certainly, I think you you saw even against a you know really good Ravens team on the road in those conditions. I mean, 
like I said, if you, you know, as much as you watch us pretty closely, felt way more comfortable in the drop back game. And, and, and if we get that going and we marry with the run game, I mean, that's where you, you're really rolling as an offense. Not only all the right. stuff you can do first, second down, seeing a move on the run, Brent making throws uh, out of the pocket with some of those are by design. You can extend plays. Traditional drop back is ultimately that's what you're going to have to do. You got to win in critical downs, third down, two minute, and uh, and we you saw us do more of that in Baltimore. So, right. you know, I think it was Zeno asked me last week. You know, can you do both? And I, I think I said that when he was talking about some of the things you need to see. And going in Arizona, we want to take another step, and it'll be a big, it'll be a good mix. But uh, we're starting to see him throw it enough. I don't right. know if it'll be enough for you, but uh, you'll see him throw. <laughs> Well, and I know we can't cry over spilt milk, but it just, as a fan, you'd love to have seen him out there with Pitts and London. And that would have really right. been something and with all the, for you to use as an OC, all the weapons. Yeah, I know. And it's it just, in the way it went, uh, but look, the thing that, another thing about optimism, you asked me earlier, Rob, I mean, I mean, look, look, what Kyle did in year one, it'd be one thing if he hadn't had a thousand yards, didn't make the Pro Bowl. He did. This year, there was a lot of different obstacles. You know, and I'm, I'm like, I'm making excuses here, but we're so optimistic about Kyle, the steps he made, really the impact I kept saying he had on winning, and, and you can make an argument how much we miss him, even the plays without the ball and the effect he has on other teams. And, and he'll get back going and prove me he made this year as a complete player. And, and trust me, that'll be our charge. When you got Kyle, you got Drake, other guys will develop, we'll add more pieces. It's exciting. So, um yeah, obviously you'd love to have them all right now. That's, that's a, kind of a no-brainer. Why is it so difficult for teams to find their quarterback? I mean, there's all these clinics now. They're being coached up, these elite camps, this, that, and the other, and it seems like it's still such a difficult thing, maybe even more difficult before all these elite camps came into being. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the hardest thing to you know find in probably all professional sports is why those guys make – the money the, the great ones make the money they do uh, you know people yeah. sometimes look at those contracts and they're like oh, you know how could you play one person but in pro football the value of those guys i mean you know you look around and you guys watch a lot of a lot of nfl and so you see it um the game's not played you know on 707 and i think the one of the things we really look at it, the difference in college football and the nfl is how quickly these pockets collapse and sometimes it's it, you know, and it's not a knock on college or certainly in high school or in these clinics, whatever. But there are very few people that can make those decisions at that speed. The 300-pound guy coming full throttle, and you got about two seconds in the pocket. Or, and really, a lot of stuff that happens pre-snap. And the consequences, if you hold that football, you're wrong. Um, so there's a lot of things that don't really translate from college to the NFL. There's some things, and it's, it's hard to figure out. And the other part, too, I've seen some good quarterbacks. You get into dysfunctional environments. You change coordinators five times, you know, right. come and go, you know, the scouting changes because you get different philosophies. There's no stability from the top down. It, it can be a disaster. It can break some guys. And uh, before we let you go, we're going to talk about the defense. I think Coach Pease has done a really good job. I mean, we, we look back and you see how many games where you limited the opponent to 21 points or less and the bend don't break. It just seems lately the run, you're going against some good running teams and the run defenses has struggled at times. But how, how would you evaluate the, your rookies this year? I know that's your focus on the offensive side, but what do you think of your rookies? Like uh, Anderson seems to pop, and at times the edge rush has been a bit inconsistent, but sometimes some of those guys pop as well. Yeah, so – those guys, yeah, absolutely. With, with AK, you know, obviously we, we 
we need to get more sacks and, and really quarterback pressures. I mean, that's the thing. And if you can get there and all of a sudden you've got a four man, you can roll a bunch of guys in there and now you're, now you're cooking. So, but AK continues to, to improve. You know, he was dealing with a, with an arm injury that slowed him down for a few games. Uh, you know, I think he's getting back kind of where he was about a month and a half ago. Uh, he flashed a few times against Baltimore. D'Angelo is another guy that had a big impact on special teams, playing more on defense that we're excited about. And then Troy's another guy. I mean, everywhere, more Troy plays, uh, but, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer, the better, he, better he's gotten. So, so those three, you know, I think very optimistic about them. Uh, I thought Richie, you know, the plan last year as he, as he sat and then he played a, a role inside and then now he's developed into the, the safety that we thought he was when we drafted him. Um, that, that's very encouraging as well. Well, Coach, we always appreciate your time very much, and there's a big part of this fan base that's extremely optimistic when the financial realities uh, go away and uh, the checkbook can open next year and you guys can use your acumen in evaluating talent. And Thank you very much, and good luck on Sunday. Well, I appreciate it. Great talking to you guys. Thanks, Coach. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.